What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Peace, blessings, and opportunities. Happy Sunday, and I hope um, everybody is enjoying their weekend and getting prepared for a productive week. I'm sure the energies have felt crazy to you if you are not aware of what's going on. Um, We are still in post-retrograde shadow period. So if you felt like you were tested during retrograde, I assure you, You weren't being tested. You were being shown what is no longer working for you. You were being shown what you need to adjust and refocus on and redo. And that's what retrograde is all about. Last week and this upcoming week is going to be about the test. What did you learn during retrograde that no longer serves you? Are you going to continue to actively engage in the same cycles, the same experiences? Now, I'm going to give you an example. If you are somebody that is in a relationship... And you've been noticing that your relationship has been rocky and things keep coming up for you. And it's like in your heart, you feel like this is no longer working, but the logic takes over and logic's like, hey, no, like we can make it work. I've been there, done that, wore the t-shirt, but I'm here to tell you that your life will not change until the things that no longer resonate with you, you let go of. And that includes, and this is very impactful to our health because Holding on to things, we hold on to old energy. And then this goes back into the conversation where I talked about, you know, the cycle of stress and and the constant state of stress and living in that and the thoughts, feelings, emotions cycle. This all intertwines with one another. Everything is correlated. Oh, no, excuse me. Everything is interrelated. So interestingly enough, like I said, the energies have been interesting. A lot of the conversations that I have had since the last week revolve around surrendering. So I thought it was appropriate to bring surrendering to this episode and really talk about the power in surrendering and what that means and what that looks like. So I know someone like myself, um, I was never religious. I never went to church when I was a kid. I was never um, connected. And so for me, when I think when I would think of surrender, it's like, what do you got to go to church and surrender? No. And no shade to anybody that does go to church. Everybody has their own mechanisms, their own relationship with God, their own connection to spirit. Everyone has their own. But for me, when I would think about surrendering, I'll be like, what does that even mean? Like, surrender what? Like, I know what I want. I'm coming for what I want. Like, I'm, I'm a boss. Like, I'm going to do what I got to do to get it done. But what we don't realize is that a lot of the problems in our life, a lot of the stress, a lot of the anxiety is created because we cannot let go of control. And this is where surrendering comes in. Now, I'm going to share a little personal story about myself. For years, I've always been logical, always thinking with my head, screw my heart. I would have been somebody that told you I would never listen to my heart over my head. But now I'll tell you that I always will listen to my heart before I listen to my logic. The logic brain is something that also separates the, the spirit world and the physical realm. The, the purpose of being physical is to experience logic and emotion and learn how to work through that and balance that. And, and like, for example, anger is an emotion, as I talked about. But learning that it's okay and honoring that you're angry and that's okay, but not sitting in that anger for weeks, months, years. It is important to understand. So again, for years, 
I try to be in control of everything. I wanted to know what was what was going on with what. Like I, I needed to know every move in order to make my next one because that's logic. So for years, I created a constant state of financial anxiety. I promise you. And I know we've all been here. We're not all rich. Even if we pretend to be, we are not rich. So growing up in the hood, you know, unfortunately, we rather look hood rich and and but that's not our fault because it's system setups it's hey like i can live here in low-income housing and still buy whatever i need to buy and look fly we got it all backwards let me tell you i promise you but anyway that's neither here nor there for years i experienced financial anxiety I can't even begin to tell you. Like I used to stress over credit. I used to, I used to be like, oh, I got to pay this, 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 this. I would stress myself out. Okay. So now in 2018, I had a horrible financial year. Horrible. My car had to be fixed every other day, I swear to you. It was always something. And I kept telling myself, it's always something. What the hell? Always a mail come in. I'm like, oh, probably a bill. Sure enough, it was a bill. So I went through this entire year like this, trying to trying to break out this cycle. Like, how come I cannot get ahead? Like, what the hell? What is going on? Around February 2019, this was the day. And it was a snow day. And I drove to work. I worked in Woonsocket at the time. So I was about an hour drive already. So it was snowing. They wanted us to come in late. And I got there about, I think it was 10 a.m., I didn't realize that they were um, plowing the streets. So I parked my car like I normally do in front of my job. I go into work, not even in work for 20 minutes, and I realized that my car was towed. I promise you, I couldn't even hold tears back. I was at work and I just started like crying because I was so angry. I'm like, it's always something. So when I called to figure out where the hell my car was, they had told me it was going to cost, let's say, it was expensive. It was like almost 200 bucks to take my car out of this tow shop. And the money that I had, I was saving that for another bill that I had due. But I had to go in and use that money to pay to get my car out. So I kid you not, I was at work for 20 minutes. My coworker brought me there, picked my car up, and the entire drive back home, because I wasn't going back to work. I'm like, no, I'm going home. The entire drive back home, I cried and I surrendered. And what I really didn't realize was that that was everything I needed to do. For years of trying to be in control, I was like, you know what? I don't know who I was talking to because I wasn't as spiritually connected as I am right now. But I was just talking and I'm like, you know what? I give up. I'm done trying to get ahead. I'm done trying to put myself in a position to be where I want to be. Like I'm over it. Like do whatever you need to do. Take control. That's literally what I said. And I promise you, after February 2019, I have never had a bad financial month. And I tell you this because energy is everything. The law of attraction is everything. What you put out will come back. So when we're operating at a state of lack, when we're sitting in a state of, oh, it's always something. By law, by universal law, the energy that's going to come back is going to match that always something. So yes, if you're perpetuating bills and you're perpetuating financial anxiety, that's all the universe is going to send back to you because you're creating from a place of lack.
So when I talk about surrendering, we try so hard to be in control. But what I had to learn and realize, and, and I can see now years later in the magic that has unfolded, I can see that when we surrender control, it is scary because we don't know what's coming. We don't know what's to come. We don't know what to expect. But when we surrender control, we're at a space in the unknown. And the universe, God, your angels, they, are go- they know your purpose. You just have to take the time to learn it. So what happens when you surrender that control is you will be brought to your most peaceful, most happiest, most harmonious version of yourself and continue to evolve until you get to, not even until you get, until you leave this earth and continue to evolve to the highest version of you. Surrendering is key. Now, it's not just a one-time thing. In a matter of, we're going into 2022 almost. So in a matter of... 1923 years I've probably surrendered a few times because what happens is we see things start happening for us but then we're still slowly trying to take control of something but continuing to practice letting go and living in the unknown and doing everything differently you get to a space where you're completely living there and you don't want to be in control because you want the universe to wow you ask God to wow you but what what does that look like That looks like trusting the process. And I say this because it is so real. It's kind of like God and your angels and the universe, they test you to see if you actually have faith in them. Because if you don't have faith, they're not going to come through for you because they know that you're still trying to be in control. Let me give you an example. Now, let's say you're praying for a healthy relationship. Oh, you're praying for peace in your life. If you're still trying to take control and trying to find peace and holding on to things, if if God's giving you signs and showing you that people aren't for you and situations aren't for you and, and experiences are no longer serving you, it's up to you to listen. And that's where having true faith comes in. Because we can say we have faith. I know a lot of people that... You know, they talk about how much faith they have, but I have to sit here and not to be a judge or a jury. I sit here and I question how much faith do you really have because you're not letting it go. And this takes me to The Secret, one of my favorite books, one of the number one books I recommend. Here I go again, recommending a book. But I promise you, you will not regret it because The Secret helps you increase your awareness to The law of attraction. In the secret they talk about, ask, believe, receive. And I promise you that it's true. It's just that simple. But in logic, in in reality, it's not that simple for most people. Because it requires you actually letting go, surrendering, having faith. So when you talk about ask, believe, receive, the ask, right? You pray for something. You meditate for something. You set an intention, whatever. That's the ask. The believe, the believe part is having 110% faith and trust that whatever you put out there in the universe, whatever you put out there to God and your, to your angels, believe it's going to come back. And where I say this part gets tricky because 
we'll put it out there, but then it's not happening as quick as we want it to. So it's like, oh, no, it's not working. Like, this isn't happening. Like, oh, my God. Like, and now you're in another loop of, of, of yourself because it's you against you. You're creating this. No one else. And this is where I say surrender control because we don't have control over timing. And that is something that I had to learn. You don't have control over timing. All you can control is your now moment. Your future, it is possible. But it's, you have to look at it as when you're ready. Divine timing. So just because you pray for a relationship this year, you can get that relationship in two years. But that's because God is taking you through experiences to... Heal yourself, find yourself, love yourself so that you, when you do meet that person and they come into your life, you're ready to receive. You don't sabotage. And that brings me to the third concept of ask, believe, receive. The receiving piece. When it comes, you have to be ready to receive it. And it could look like anything. And sometimes we hold ourselves back because we continue to convince ourselves, no, like I can help this person change and I can help this person heal and I can help them do this and I can do this. No. Learn to surrender and do things for you because the more you focus on helping everybody else, the more you take away from yourself. And I don't mean to sound rude. I don't mean to sound contradicting. I don't mean to sound, I don't want to sound like I'm talking down to anybody. But I'm here to tell you that I've been, I've lived through this. And I had to realize that I had to stop trying to fix everybody. Stop trying to help everybody. It's about me. So when you trust the process, you truly surrender. You truly let go. You're not sitting here every day wondering when it's coming. You're not sitting here every day counting the days and, 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 and the weeks. Because that's, being, that's still being in control. And it's okay. Because it's levels to surrendering there's levels to letting go of control because like I said I've had to surrender several times that is okay it's our human nature we have to leave room for error we're gonna want things we're gonna be impatient but when we understand that because it's not happening right now it's because we're being protected we're being guided to something greater than we can ever imagine I promise you I would not be able to tell you this last year this time I have great news I have new beginnings starting that I would have never been able to see this time last year. I promise you. Let go. Surrender. Those worries you have, that is why anxiety is created. Because you are trying to be in control of something you know you have no control over. Your heart knows. Take your power back. And people might wonder, you know, how do I know when I need to surrender? And I want to talk about the concept of rock bottom. I remember months ago, I saw a post about the rock bottom rhetoric and how it needs to be redefined. Because, you know, most people look at rock bottom, quote unquote, as, it, as an old and dangerous theory where it implies that people have to be dying on their hands and knees and, and, and on drugs and, on, and addicted to alcohol and to be willing to receive services. That's not rock bottom. And I'm going to tell you why. Your rock bottom is your rock bottom. Everyone has their individual rock bottom. My rock bottom when I surrendered for that financial anxiety was that I did not like feeling that way. I did not like living and feeling so angry and and always stressing myself out trying to be in control so that was my rock bottom you define your rock bottom 
What is it to you that you can no longer tolerate? What is it to you that it's taken you so far from yourself that it's like, I can't do this anymore? It doesn't have to be losing your house or losing your job. It can be anything. It could be obsessing over the same person. It could be something as simple as that. But it's up to you to figure it out. It's up to you to know what your level of rock bottom is. Because I know. Whenever I'm at a space where I'm like increased agitation and, and I'm, I'm impatient and my spirit is antsy, I know it's time to surrender because now I'm trying to be in control again and now I'm going to slow up more blessings. So take the time for yourself. Surrender, control, because I promise you that once you learn to surrender control, you already are halfway damn near healing those energies of anxiety those energies of stress those energies of control and you'll see how the magic of the universe happens you have to sit back and let god universe angels whoever you believe in do their work that's all part of our beautiful design i promise you i promise you since i've been meditating and connected and using my crystals and setting intentions I don't have to think about the next move because the next move comes to me. It's innate. It's inside. It's intuitive. For, for months, I was putting together notes of different projects that I wanted to come together. And literally just last week, it all came together and how I'm supposed to go about it. Be patient. Trust in your process and trust in your guides. Trust in divine timing. Trust that what you want is out there and it is possible. But you... You, my friend, yes, you, you have to stop being impatient. You have to stop trying to be in control. You have to stop, oh, excuse me, you have to stop trying to save people, men and women. Stop. Because you are taking away from yourself. And further, if you have children, you're taking away from them because they deserve a happy parent. They deserve somebody that is a creator and can help them create. So it's time. Time to take our hands to our, um, excuse me, time to take our health into our own hands. And I'm going to always say this because our health is more than the physical and it always will be. Because when you're feeling connected spiritually, when you're feeling a hundred emotionally, when you're feeling A1 mentally, your physicality is going to follow suit. I promise you. And I'm going to continue to say, I promise you, because I know that this works. I know that this is the key, but I also have reservation and I know then not everybody in this world, I will not be able to change and help everybody in this world. Because it is up to you to want to help yourself. I can hand you the tools. What do they say? You could bring a camel to the water, but you can't make them drink or something like that. If you want it, it's yours. I promise. So again, I appreciate you for spinning the block with me. And I hope you continue to spin the block with me as we go from hood health to good health. Peace, blessings, and opportunities, y'all.